Publisher Podcast, episode 109. Well, hey, hey, everybody. It is October of 2023 as this episode comes out live. So pleased to bring you Michelle Vandepass of Grace Point Publishing. We're going to be talking about one of her imprints, Empower Press, and all of the things that they're doing with their authors over there. So if you're looking for a place to publish your book, your nonfiction, transformational nonfiction, prescriptive books, all of that, you're definitely going to want to listen to this. It is our official kickoff month for the Women in Publishing Summit. So tickets are now available on sale at womeninpublishingsummit.com. Make sure you grab them while you're on Early Bird. We're already starting our pre-conference events. We've got networking. We've got pre-conference workshops only available to our ticket holders and all kinds of other fun things happening. So make sure you go to womeninpublishingsummit.com, grab your ticket or head over to our events page, womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash events, and make sure you check out all the amazing things we have coming up for our entire subscriber audience, um, not just our ticket holders. So I love this episode with Michelle. We dig into starting and staying on track with your book, accountability, all of these great things that so many of us need help and support in that area as we're just trying to get the book done. She is such a wonderful and encouraging and calm and kind presence, and I just hope you really enjoy this episode. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Publish Her Podcast, a place where you can come to get inspiration, motivation, help, encouragement, and support in your journey to write, publish, and sell your book. Hosted by Alexa Bigwarf. Cause I've been where you've been, and I felt what you're feeling, and I don't want to get in your Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Publish Her podcast. I am really pleased to bring you Michelle Vandepass, CEO and founder of Empower Press, which is a, an imprint of Grace Point Publishing. We are here today to talk about all kinds of fun things, but primarily uh, the difficulties around getting started with your writing project and moving forward to actual completion, which seems to be an an issue. And trust me, I have been in this boat as well. So today, uh, Michelle, well, let me tell you a little bit about Michelle first. Michelle Vandepass is a best-selling author of three books, author coach to Brian Tracy and Jack Canfield clients, TEDx speaker, and she's helped publish over 1,000 books in the last two decades. As an entrepreneur, Michelle combines her her book knowledge with marketing and business sense to create a book that will sell. And Empower Press is one of our sponsors of the Women in Publishing Summit. They have been through Grace Point and Empower Press uh, sponsors for several years now. We're always pleased to have them. They offer such great resources to our community. And just thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. Oh, I'm honored. And it's always so much fun to hang out with you, Alexa. It is. And we get into such interesting conversations. We'll see where that where it takes us this this time. But let's talk about what you're doing right now in particular. You know, one of the things as an entrepreneur and a publisher is entrepreneurs were always looking for the solution to a problem. So I'm assuming that's why you've created this new program. That's why you have all these resources is how to get that book written. What inspired this? 
Well, you know, I'm a big believer, and I think I've shared this before with you, that we teach what we need to learn and learn what we need to teach. And yes, I, I have a hard time getting words on paper, especially to start, right? And it's the same thing an artist comes to the blank canvas, and it's like that first stroke you're so freaked out about, and getting your book written in one to what if your words suck? Like, <laughs> what, what am I going to do? Um, and it is, even with writers who've written many books, and you know this, it's often hard to just keep that momentum going or oh, get, yes. get going again, right? Mm-hmm. And so many of our authors and would-be authors just want more support and accountability around getting words on the page, getting words on paper. Now they think... So here's the difference. They, they think they want help getting the book done, but what they really want is just support getting words on paper. And because we can always get the book done, but if you don't have words on paper, there is no book. Oh, that's so true. You know, it's, it's interesting. I was just having a conversation with someone the other day about even the idea of resistance and how sometimes even the, if we're super passionate about something, there is some level of resistance often with writers. I know this has been the case for me. I've been wanting to uh, write a companion journal to the book, Sunshine After the Storm, a survival guide for the grieving mother for years. I wanted to have this beautiful journal planner for grieving mothers. And um, all I really needed to write, I mapped out what I wanted the journal to be, the things that I wanted in there. I have a designer. She put it all together for me like two years ago. All I had to write was the introduction, the introduction, three pages, three pages of words. Michelle, it took me over two years to write a thousand, fifteen hundred words max, maybe. Right. And that that idea of resist. And I, I agree with you. I think part of it is because we get busy and we have all these other priorities. We have other things that are happening that have to get done. And it's like, oh, I can, it's only three pages. I can write that later. Or, you know, that that happens. But also I I couldn't find the words. And I have boiled it down to I wasn't ready yet. Right. Right. And, and sometimes that's true. Sometimes, you know, my whole TEDx talk was about, are you procrastinating or is it just not time yet? Right. Yeah. So I, I totally uh, hear what you're saying. And sometimes even if it's not time, there are other things we can be doing that keeps moving us forward. So in your instance, you still got the design done. You still had the layout. You still had the vision. You still move forward with all these other pieces. You didn't just put it on the back burner. Right. And so when I work with authors, it's like, okay, the words aren't coming. Do we have an outline? Do we have any bullet points? Do we have a cover idea? Do we have keyword research? Do Mm -hmm. we have other things that we can be doing that keeps moving your book forward? And at some point, you have to own the fact that maybe you are just procrastinating and it's time to get words on paper. Yes, that is so true. But, but, you know, it's the polarity, it's that yin and yang, it's that, you know, black and white that we, we have to move into these gray gray areas and balance both sides always. That's, that's life, right? Yeah. And so we have to honor both sides of ourselves, right timing and self-sabotage. 
Well, it's, it's interesting because I know for me, and I know you work with a lot of people who do books on healing and inspiration and transformative yeah. nonfiction, um, you know, moving people from one place to the other. And I think if I were to psychoanalyze myself, I would say that I don't think that I was healed yet to a point that I could, that I felt confident in, in doing a journal, a healing journal oh, for grieving mothers. Yes, yeah. because it's been over the last two years that I really have, I had my ideas. I knew the things that I wanted to, to talk about, but I couldn't quite form it yet because I was still in that process of experimenting and going through those. And I think it's only been in the last couple of years that I've been able, and even in the last couple of months that I've been able to pull those things together and say, this is why that worked for me, or this is why I was doing this. So on the timing factor, sometimes you have to get to the point where you really know and understand what it is that you're trying to help someone else do before you can, even though you know the knowledge, right? You have to have that real true understanding. So when I finally got to that point, the words just flowed out in a way that I don't think they could have, I could have done when I originally had my vision for the journal. But to your point, because I had not, because I had moved forward with the vision and all of those things, then at that point, it was just, okay, I've written it, send it to the editor, send it to the designer. And we were able to complete the book in a week. Right, right. Because you were ready. All the other pieces. The other thing I want to just talk through for a minute with you, Alexa, is sometimes the process of writing, and you've done a lot of writing around grieving and other things, so I'm not talking to you specifically right, now, right. but to other people, sometimes the process of writing will help you get to the other side of it for and sure help, and help you process. So even if you're doing something transformational or grieving or you've been through some trauma in your life and you want to write about it, number one, get any help that you need. I'm not a therapist. So number one, always get get whatever help you need. But number two is allow the writing to help be part of your process to come out the other side. You don't always have to know up front exactly what you want to say or how you're going to help people. What you do have to have is the commitment to allow yourself to discover that. I agree so much. And, 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 but the accountability piece on that part, I think is what's so important. And that's a piece that I think a lot of people miss out on because they're not, uh, they don't have anybody there who's guiding them along and saying, keep up, stay with it, do it. So let's talk about the, um, the free webinar that you all have done and are offering to our community. Yeah. Um, So one of the things that I think stops people is they're afraid of someone else looking at their words. They're afraid of being judged. They're afraid that what they're going to put down is like crap, right? Mm-hmm. They're say all of it's true and it doesn't matter. You know, one of my favorite sayings is get over yourself. We all have to kind of get over ourselves to get to the other side. Right. And so in this webinar, I'm going to be talking a lot about How do you set yourself up for success? How do you stop that self-sabotage and allow yourself to move forward? How do you allow yourself to be accountable without having self-judgment and worrying about other people reading your words? One of the things we do in our program, so we have the webinar and then it goes to some videos that will help you, right? So lots of free stuff, but then there's a program if you want to sign up. But one of the things I tell the people in this program is, we are not going to read your words for a while. You're going to send them to us. 
because we're holding you accountable, but we're not actually reading them because it, it's too vulnerable. It's too fresh. It's too raw until we get farther along in the process. And that gives a sense of safety, at least for the few first few weeks for mm-hmm. people to write whatever they want. And it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Right. And so the accountability is we want words on paper and right. on paper, on the screen, digitally, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right? And that might be a thousand words a week or it might be 5,000 words a week. Everyone has a different level of ability mm-hmm. to do that at the beginning until you strengthen that muscle. And for some people like myself, I might really struggle with 500 words and not be able to, and then suddenly, boom, I've hit a vein and I can go and I can write, (laughs) right? And other people, it's consistency. So we have to find the way that works for you and create a plan that's going to work for you and then hold you accountable to that plan so that you don't let yourself get out of it. Yeah, I find that I think I'm having a goal of having a certain amount of time that I'm writing in a window of time is is better for me than a word count goal. Uh-huh. At any, that's part of the the stress of NaNoWriMo, right? At the end of the I, day, it's it's awesome that you have fifty thousand words written at the end of a month. But that's for a lot. Me, it is a lot. It's a if lot. you can do that, and so I've given myself grace, and I am I'm thinking if I get anything written in that month, you know, it's good. But having a having a, a a time so they offer you know that that's a system where it's same right. thing the accountability somebody's making you check in every day but the stress of having to write however many words it is every day I think it's like 15 67 that's a lot of words to do every day for 30 days in a row right. oh my gosh it's, right. it just freaks me out so I love that you have this um kind of relaxed, like, you know, maybe it's 300 words, maybe it's 3000 words, whatever it is, get words done right. and keep get moving forward. Done. And then as you move forward, we ramp that up a little bit because right. we want to get a manuscript done. The other thing that we offer that I used to do, even pre-COVID, pre-like virtual working is writing time on Zoom together. Where yes. we just sit together and write. Yes. That's part of this program too. And I'm going to be talking about the power of that. Even if you all have cameras shut off, there's power in coming together in community and all having focused time to write for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and just write whatever you want to write about. And I use a lot of Natalie Goldberg's prompts. She wrote Writing Down the Bones. She's old school. I took a writing <laughs> workshop with her, like, 25, 30 years ago. And, you know, sometimes her writing prompts are you write exactly what's in front of you. So write about the glasses. Mm. How do you feel when you put them on? Can you see better? What does it feel like to not be able to see without glass? Like whatever's in front of you, just start writing. And that opens up the creative spark and our internal creative. So I use a lot of her prompts and other prompts. Oh, that's so great. I remember two or three years ago in the Women in Publishing Summit, we had a speaker who um, who offered a similar workshop where she said, you know, to get over writer's block, pick out a photograph and just write whatever's in that photo, write a story about whatever's happening. I think that's great. Anything that can just, um, you know, there's, I know you like scientific research behind different things as well, but there's been a lot of data to, um, to, to back this, this concept that your brain 
your writing, your creative part of that brain is a muscle that has to be exercised just like your body. So you wouldn't try to, you would not try to decide I'm going to run a marathon and I'm going to start by doing a 10 mile run tomorrow. No right. way, Jose, you start with your couch to 5k where you're walking a minute and running two minutes or whatever, you know, so right. same with oh. writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the idea is to keep having small wins. Yes. So that you you have confidence and you gain more confidence because you have small wins. So if you walk a mile and you've never walked a mile, that's a win, right? Yes. If you walk for 10 minutes and you, that's a win. And so if you write 500 words, if you write for five minutes, whatever it is, we stack small wins to create big habits. That's awesome. So let's talk a little bit. Um, so the, the writing program, yes, I fully believe if people are going to get their their books done, they have to have goals, they have to have realistic goals, and they have yeah. and expectations, and then they have to dedicate the time to actually sit down and do it. So if you have a program with accountability, if nothing else, that's going to man, that's going to schedule that time in your schedule so that you know, I'm blocking every Thursday at 2pm to meet with my group and to write. So I think that's great. Um, and then what, let's talk about your publishing houses. So the, the graduates of your courses, are they considered for it? Can they apply? Um, and, and Empower Press in particular, this is a new imprint. So let's hear all about Empower Press and yeah. how those so, programs work together. Yeah, good. So um, new maybe to women in publishing. Oh, sorry. It's art. new to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we've been publishing under Empower for probably four years oh, right so we well, have congratulations yeah we have quite a few books under empower but um you know it, it feels like a good match for women in publishing because the the people that we have worked with that are your community and part of our community usually have empowering messages so yes I wanted to put that out this time as a sponsor we so here's the real truth about publishing it's very difficult to get a traditional publishing deal anymore where you Correct. submit a manuscript and the publisher takes you and pays you a royalty. So we have a couple models. We have a hybrid model where you pay us and then we give you half royalties or a big royalty split, right? Um, but we also will help you self-publish if you choose to do that where you pay us and we take you through the whole thing so you don't make mistakes, so that you have a professional book cover, professional editing, everything. So it depends on the person and what their goals are and how much marketing, if any, they wanna do, if they want us to do it, as to what that program would look like. We do have a few books that we've taken under a traditional model. And actually what we find is in today's marketplace, it doesn't work as well because the authors especially for our nonfiction books, which is what we focus on, they need to go sell books to their people. Yeah. And when they do, and they know they do, they want a higher royalty. They don't want to get 10 cents a book or 50 cents <laughs> a book, right? That's not what they want. Now we set up the book to help bring in coaching clients or business or uh, a lot of our, our authors hold workshops, those kinds of things. So we've set up the book to help them create their business funnel on the back end out of their book. Yeah. But they want to make money off their books. So right. we have a couple of hybrid models where you pay us something and then you get a higher royalty or you keep 100% of your royalty and 
we, we just talk that through with every author because every author is different. Yeah, no, I, th- I think that's really smart, especially when working in the realm of um, nonfiction authors who are often coaches or are running some type of business that goes along with their book. Maybe it's an inspirational book, but they're a yoga instructor. So the book is then used to, you know, uh, as an additional revenue stream, not a primary revenue stream. And to send people to their online classes. Exactly, exactly. And I think that's a message that is really important for nonfiction authors, well, for authors in general to understand is that the marketplace is absolutely flooded in terms of there's so many books out there standing out from the crowd in a in a meaningful way to sell enough books to make a living as an author is almost impossible unless you are um a, a genre fiction writer who has a say, big yeah. backlist to, and yeah. is, is just writing and pumping out lots and lots of books but for those of us in this world of the nonfiction, transformational healing um healing all of those um it, it's it's really important to recognize and understand that your book is now part of uh, an umbrella, if you will, of revenue streams and how you incorporate them together. And I think that that's where I see, you know, we had a very long, somewhat disheartening conversation about a month ago about how hard it is to sell books and to make money as an author. And I think the problem that we're dealing with right now is that many authors come in believing I'm going to be Brene Brown um, right. in the nonfiction field. And the reality is, 99 out of 100 of you are not ever going to be anywhere near Brene Brown is from book sales, but you still can be very successful as long as you're willing to do these other things and 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 do courses, do workshops, use it to build your business and all of that. So what are your, you know, what do you, what do, what do you have to say about that? <laughs> yeah, well, totally. And we have some, and that's why, to be honest, you know, when we are offering authors higher royalty, they're like they get it they're willing to go sell books they got some skin in the game right yeah and so they're willing to go sell books or post on social if they're getting 10 cents a book or 50 cents or even a dollar a book or whatever it is they're like hey why bother right Right. um here's what i know about book sales what is working right now are two things amazon it still works. We run yeah. Amazon ads. You got to keep playing with it. You got to yeah. tweak it. You got to, and direct to consumers. So yes. you as an author using an email list, going direct to the people who want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. Now we can help set up your funnels. We can help set up your email. We can help set up your social, whatever it is, but nobody knows your audience or your message like you do as the right. author. Right. And so we have to start with you. What do you want? Who are you here to reach? What are your goals? If you want to be as big as Brene Brown, are you out there doing TED Talks? Right. Are you out there podcasting? Are you doing the research? Are you speaking? Or are you sitting at home writing, hoping it's going to come? Now, to your point, people do make money writing. Yeah, but it's of not course. the first book. Right. It's not the first book. It's never the first book. They make money off their first book by selling something off the back end, usually. Exactly. Or they're writing that first book that's going to be part of a series, such as fan fiction, right? And then it sets themselves up to have a backlist to write for the next 20 years. They're going to write 
you know, a book a year or three books a year, whatever it is, and then they will be successful, but that's a career choice. Yeah. I think about, I think about, um, sunshine after the storm as, as an example. And this by the year is by the way, is the 10 year anniversary of the publication of sunshine after the storm, a survival guide for the grieving mother. So this is also my 10 year business birthday, because that's where it all began. So October of 2023 is a big, big month for us going into 10 years of business. It's hard to believe, but, um, with that book, I have definitely seen sales increase probably around the three-year point, right? So the first few years, we weren't marketing that book at all beyond donating it, donating it, donating it, putting it in the hands of the people that need it. And I think that's something that authors also have to to know and recognize and understand is that when you do have a a deal with a big five company, like they're giving out so many copies of your book to so many people to spread that awareness because that's what really helps with sales. But it was after having the book donated to thousands of people through care packages and hospitals and the name really getting out there and donating it to, uh, there was a big grief uh, awareness event in Washington, DC a few years ago that we donated 60 copies of it to. Then we start seeing, oh my goodness, look at all these reviews on Amazon. Look at these sales. We are running ads like you were saying, and it will keep consistent ads going, but it does take that time to build up. And I know with, so we are such an instant gratification society and we want to see now, 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 now I published my book. It's been a year and I'm still not seeing things. And I just, I guess this is more of a piece of encouragement for everyone right. is don't give up, continue doing the things and building the things and getting out there speaking. I, I speak on grief. I, I tell my story. I go out there. I bring awareness to the book and slowly, very slowly, it continues to grow. So also, I guess the piece would be, no, it's a long game and don't throw your hat out just because, you know, it didn't happen in six months or a year. Right. And the piece just to add on to that is I've worked with a lot of clients who've published elsewhere or self-published and then come to me and we do a relaunch. Yes. We do a refresh of the book, maybe a new cover, maybe a new synopsis, maybe a new intro. It depends on the book. And then we do a whole new relaunch, fresh eyes, fresh eyes new podcasts right new social media and that gives new life to the book new life to the author to go out and promote again well the interesting thing on that note is that um going back to the very first book most of us when we put out our first book nobody knows who we are they don't know that we're an expert in our in our area they don't they've never heard of us they're not seeing our stuff um to the same way that you you said empower press has been around for four years <laughs> and it was new to me the same thing has happened to me where I'll mention the book to someone and it's been out 10 years and someone will be like oh my gosh you published a book that's so exciting <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, why? Well, yes, I did 10 years ago, <laughs> but thank I, you for, you know, but so but now I, you got the workbook. Exactly. All these things that go in to do that refresher campaign, that refresher, because it gets old and boring to just be doing the same thing over and over. But now you have, you have a brand new cover that you can share about. You have brand new interviews you can share, anything right. like that, that can help regenerate that interest. Now going to a bigger audience that you have because you've been around growing these networks. I love relaunches. And also I probably need to do a revision of the interior because that was the very first book that I designed by myself and it's 
okay. It does the trick. I've never been too worried about it because grieving mothers are not concerned about the way a book reads. They just want the words. Um, But it could use a refresher. I probably should have done that for the 10 year anniversary. Maybe we'll still you know, get it out there sometime, but, um, but yeah, Yeah. those are, those are always great ways to, to get that excitement going and flowing again. Um, with, with your writing program, then do you have a feed, by the way, I want to make sure I mention this now is, uh, you can go over and get your free webinar, which is the, you want to tell them about the free webinar quickly. Yeah. Um, So, um, actually it's going to be live next week. Yay. Uh, and so sign up. By the way, that'll be live already by the time this comes out. So it's live. <laughs> but um, and then um, and then the replay. So just sign up. And I'm talking about why we get stuck, how to unstuck yourself, how to set up a writing practice that works for you, why it's important that you have a favorite pen and also be willing to keep writing if it's not in your purse that day. So I'm going to be talking about all these kinds of things, why we self-sabotage, when is it procrastination and when is it percolation, which is around my TED talk, Um, all of this. And then if you want more information, you'll get a short video series. These videos are like four minutes long that you can continue to stay inspired. Uh, you can join our Facebook group. So lots of free resources. The first step is to join the webinar, watch the replay. GracePointPublishing.com. Can I say it? Grace well, yeah, I'm going to yeah. send them over to our pretty link because it's easier okay. to, it's really easy because they already know the womeninpublishingsummit.com part's easy. So it's womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash empower for Empower Press. Perfect. I love yes. that. Thank yes. you. So go grab that. And, um, and, you know, I think it'll probably be recorded by the time this, but either way, what a phenomenal workshop. So yeah. for the people who you mentioned, you, you do the one hour webinar, then you're going to get some other um, free training resources that come in that. And then you guys are offering a live program. Yeah. So it is a live program. Um, you can come in anytime right now. We will close it at some point. But right now you can come in anytime. We have group writing sessions. I go in into the Facebook group and do lives once a week. I do Q and A's once a week. I help, I connect with everybody, make sure they're writing. We have accountability um, and with one of our book coaches and making sure you're getting words on paper. If you're stuck, we try to dig into why you're stuck. You know, I don't know if you want me to talk price or not, but it's a low monthly payment. Well, low for you can share what it is. Sure, yeah, it's going to be a question. Yeah, it's you know, it's four hundred and ninety-five a month to join, which is low for coaching programs, really. You know, um, and low for us because we have tended to be high ticket, right? Lots of high touch, and we're just wanting to share this with more people and see if we can get more people with words on paper who aren't ready to publish yet. Absolutely. And just need to see if they've got a message and if they can get their book written. I think that's, that's great. And then once the people make it through your funnel, um, do you, uh, do most of them submit to your, is it a plan that they'll submit to your press? So the plan is that we will look at their final words and tell them the next step. The next step may be come into our program Mm -hmm. and we'll help you with editing and publishing. The next step might be, please go rewrite this section and then submit to us. We will help them with whatever the next step is. Next step may be 
do you really want to publish this book or do you want to divide this up and do a series of podcasts? From yeah. This, yeah. Right? Like not everybody who writes actually has the ebb and flow to publish the book, but they have really good content. Maybe it's a course. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad you said that because, you know, so often people push that everybody should write their book. Oh, this is a great information. Everybody should do this. But I, I agree with you. Not everybody should write the book. You can use that content in other ways that may be more meaningful for your community as well um, in a different and for or, or take it to make some type of uh guided journal or guided workbook right. or guided, you know, it doesn't have to be 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 words to have that same impact as well. Right. We do podcasts, microcasts, audiobooks, the whole thing, right? Everything that has to do with publishing. And so often we help people do courses or workbooks mm -hmm. first. I think that's one of the most interesting things about working with hybrid presses that are run by uh, true entrepreneurs like yourself and myself um, is that we don't just look at it from the perspective of let's make a book. There's right. all these other pieces that come into it. How can you be most successful as, as a business owner who also wants to write a book or as a business owner who has maybe a book or maybe it's a course or all of these things? Um, I, I think that's a, a real advantage and to, to our authors who are out there thinking about what type of press they want to work with. I think that is something that you really should consider what other what other assets do they have? What other programs do they have? What other ways can they guide you through um, through the process of creating your package, if you will, of things that you can sell to earn? Because we want to make money. We want to earn back our investments. We want to have our businesses be successful. And right. for a long time, it was really uncomfortable for me to talk about money and to say we want to make money, but that's what we want to do. Like, why would we be doing this if we didn't want to, like, I don't want to have to work a full-time job and do all of this stuff. Like, I want this to be my job. <laughs> right, right, totally. And and money is, is you know- Necessary. The, it's necessary. <laughs> it pays, pays for our food. It allows us to, you know, have a life. Um, not in poverty, right? Not on the streets. And, and as entrepreneurs, it's also um, a benchmark for how we're doing. Not mm -hmm. to say that you have to have this huge business. It doesn't mean success is a benchmark of more better. Sure. But it's just a benchmark of money flow, cash flow, money coming in and out and so forth. Yeah. To those who may be farther along in the process and have already already written the book and aren't sure what their next steps would yeah. be, where, where would you want to send them? Well, the easiest is just to my personal website, michellecoaches.com. That's easy, yeah, michellecoaches.com. Right. So you could, from there, you can message me on Facebook, book a call, send me a text, all kinds of things right from there. Um, and it's my personal site. It links to my publishing company. But, you know, I like to talk with authors and find out what what their goals and dreams are mm -hmm. and then which program or what they might need that I can help with. Sometimes it's just an hour of consulting. Yeah. Right? Sometimes it's really easy. Sometimes it's a whole publishing package. I'm just writing that down so I don't forget it. Michellecoaches.com. <laughs> 
now now we have it saved because you know how it is. I will yeah. completely forget about that later. Um, okay, well, that's great. And I agree with you. Um, sometimes you just need an hour with somebody to think yeah. things through and map it out. And and so, you know, don't don't think, oh, these these programs are all so big and expensive. You don't always have to go that route. Um, you know, yeah, we have opportunities. Oh, high touch done for you, even ghost writing programs, right? And then we have programs for people who are just like, I don't even know if I have a book in me. Let me go try this and mm -hmm. see, but I'm not ready to go spend 10 or $20,000 yet, right? Let yeah. me just see. So, you know, we've got things for most people. And if we don't, we'll tell you. And you're also doing audiobooks, correct? Yeah, we're doing audiobooks, yeah. And we've been doing audiobooks for a while for our authors, but we've opened it up as well to other people who've already published who would like an audiobook. And we will uh, help work with you through our professional studio. We send you a high end microphone, we set you up with the right um, equipment and software and everything on your computer, and then we can record remotely your voice. Wow. Yeah, it's cool. That is really cool. Wow, and we will be doing a webinar with um with your audiobook um company in yeah. sometime in 2024. So everyone That's pay fun. attention to the email about that. But everybody loves Mark. He's our oh. director of audio and everybody just falls in love with Mark. He's great. I've always enjoyed going back and forth with him over email. Well, y'all have so much going on. Um, don't forget to head over to womeninpublishingsummit.com forward slash empower. If you register for that webinar, it will get you on the Grace Point email list as well, where you hear about all the other things that they have going on and um, keep an eye out for the email in, in spring about the, the audiobook webinar. And of course, we will have Michelle at the conference in 2024. So tickets are on sale on the website now. Go to womeninpublishingsummit.com main page. You can grab your, your ticket at early bird pricing and uh, come speak with Michelle. This year, we're doing something so fun, which I'm really excited about. We are doing publisher speed dating, where we're going to bring in five or six publishers at a time, have them each introduce themselves to our audience and say, here's the type of authors we publish and who we're looking for. And then we're going to put them in small rooms where everybody who's interested in learning about that publisher can hop in and just have that that moment, that face-to-face -face moment and ask their questions. And I'm, I'm really excited about that opportunity to match authors and publishers at this year's conference. So yay. <laughs> All right, Michelle, what else would you like to share with our audience before we wrap this up? Uh, I think the biggest thing that I see that stops a lot of people and women, especially, but not only women, but from really finishing a book is self-doubt unsure if what they have is yes. different enough to write hasn't it all been said already and my answer to that is if it's in your heart then it's yours to do or mm -hmm. it wouldn't be in your heart and so just do the next step which is start writing reach out to me let's see if we can help support you but if nothing else, just start writing because mm -hmm. you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't still be listening if you didn't have that urge. And so don't worry about the end result. We all get hung up on the end result. Just take the first step, start writing, and the rest will unfold. I love that advice. That is phenomenal. 
All right. Well, this has been, as always, a great conversation. It's so funny. Can I tell them about what happened the last time we were supposed to record yeah. this? So we ha- we got together, we were all set to record and both of us were having really bad days and we just couldn't think of it. We were just like, this is just not a good good energy. We're just both like, oh, I'm having such a rough day. So I am so glad we rescheduled. You know what? It's just like the example of our book. Sometimes the timing is not right. And this was much, much better timing for both of us. And, um, you know, I just, I adore you, Michelle, and appreciate all the support that you do for our community and hope that we can match you with a, a, a hundred and fifty thousand more Toby doors. Well, I don't Yay. have that many people in my audience, but you know, that's that's a go- that's a big goal. <laughs> we need a hundred and fifty more Toby doors. How's that? Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much. And um, we will see everybody uh in our next. Well, I don't I won't see you. You'll hear from us again in a week or so with another episode. Please make sure you go over to women in publishing summit.com. You can head over to the events page and see everything that we have coming up all of our upcoming um, events. Make sure you get the Empower free webinar so that you can get started on your first draft and move through it. Summit.com forward slash empower. And if you're loving the podcast, please review us and share us. We would really enjoy that. So thanks. You don't have to give me Thank you for joining us on the Publisher Podcast. We hope to see you back for the next episode. Great, huge thanks goes to Jasmine Commerce for the use of her song. You can find Jasmine on SoundCloud. Go check out all of her music. We'll see you next time.